found there's no place for me. There's no place for people like me. And but still, if you want to get hired, we were made to think we we need to follow the rules. So I was assigned female at birth and pass as female in society, regardless of what <laughs> I think. And so I, I felt I need to fit in this female stereotype. Mm-hmm. But but I, I couldn't wear skirts mm-hmm. because it, it shows your body line. Yeah. I, I, I can't do that. Femin Tokyo, a podcast gathering feminist voices in Japan to bring women into the spotlight. Women, and anyone, whose voice cannot reach from the other side of the planet. Episode 4. You need the gender to be hired. Hi, Yumi. Thank you so much for coming today all the way to Tokyo. I uh, hope you're doing okay. I yeah, think you just you. went to the Rainbow Pride. So how was that? I've been attending the <laughs> Pride for years, but this was my first time like marching in the rain. So <laughs> Was it still quite fun? It was still okay? Yeah, yeah because I, I make it a rule to go around the park and parade with my costume the costume for protest and lots of people notice just know what i want to say and like talk to me like hey i i really understand what you're saying and really agree with you that i think you you showed me the picture and i'm going to share it on instagram for people to be able to see but basically you went to uh, the pride with a costume a hiring costume a hiring suit that we're Mm -hmm. going to talk about today and you made it strikingly half uh, female, half male. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's very graphic and it's very striking. I really wanted to invite you on the podcast because I think that what you're doing is very important and should be shared with you know people listening to the podcast. And I think that's what we're going to talk about today. So let me ask you first um can we check our pronouns today before we start uh, i can tell you that mine are she and her and mm-hmm. how do you feel today mine are she and her mm-hmm. because my, my gender identity is non-binary it's very common for non-binary people to use they them now but it's it's a bit different for for me because in english classes in japan we were taught that they them is for plural like it's imprinted inside me very deeply and i'm not accustomed to use they them for myself yet so as for now i go by she and her yeah it it makes sense actually this is something also that comes back with french uh, in the french language the way that a lot of non-binary people are referring to themselves is by using a mix between il and elle which is the il for mm-hmm. man and l for uh, female. Mm-hmm. And French people combine the two and it becomes yel. Mm-hmm. And it's a word in itself. It's not a word that we use for plural. So somehow yell is different from they, them. But I think I saw that when you speak in Japanese about yourself, you try as much as you can uh, to not use anything that's uh, gendering. 
it's, it's okay for other people to refer to me as Yumi-san or by my name mm-hmm. in Japanese. But if you're a Japanese speaker, you know what the Japanese word watashi, it's linked to femaleness. It is, yeah. It's official, but at the same time, it's often used by female. Mm-hmm. So from very little childhood, I, I knew watashi is not for me. Like, I've been always evading using watashi. But you cannot only, you cannot also use ori or boku, right? Which would no, be the male. No, it's too, too much gendered mm-hmm. as well. So I sometimes use jibun. Which is to, myself. Yeah, to evade mm-hmm. that. Or it's easy for Japanese language to not to mention the subject. So I go, <laughs> go without subject. Yeah. Or I just think... point myself. Actually, it's a mental exercise. I've been talking to a few non-binary friends of mine in the past who are saying, "You maybe you struggle a bit at the beginning to avoid gendering yourself or avoid gendering a person that just came out mm-hmm. as non-binary. But the more you do it, the more um, your brain is going to become used to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can slip sometimes and you can do a few mistakes with a non-binary mm-hmm. person and Uh, call them she or him instead of uh, the pronoun they want to use. Mm. The key here is to just correct yourself, apologize, and move on. I'm Yumi Mizuno, and I was born in 1989, and I'm from Aichi Prefecture. I, I went to high school, And universities, university, sorry, university for four years, university. And I, I've studied abroad in New York for 10 months regarding gender. I identify myself as non-binary and I'm not heterosexual. I'm a person that cannot fit into cultures of dating and marriage culture. During my high school days, I started to feel hardships a lot because of those reasons. Actually, about what you just said about, you know, not fitting into uh, the definition of marriage and stuff, this is reminding me of my job, which is events organizer. Uh, This is my official job. And something that I see almost every day, we have a lot of school trips. And anytime kids come, uh, and it's kids, you know, school kids come to our hotel, I can hear their sensei, their teachers, and some of our staff, also staff members, telling to those kids, you know, in a few years, when you're going to get married, you could come to this hotel and you could get married here because we have nice chapel. And I'm like, I swear to you, every single time, every single time those kids come. And like you can tell they're like 14, 15. They could not care less about anything, you know, wedding uh, related or anything. And every time I'm like leave those kids alone you know don't don't talk about marriage now so that resonates what you just said because i feel like um and not just japan you know there are a lot of countries where there is this kind of society pressure you started a movement an association called smash shukatsu sexism I will uh, briefly um, translate shukatsu for people who don't speak mm-hmm. Japanese. Shukatsu is hiring, uh, recruitment, basically. If you if you search with the word shukatsu sexism, hashtag shukatsu sexism, you, you find out what it's like 
because we, we have some, some articles and pages in English, so it will help you. And basically, the campaign is an online petition. It's a campaign to say no to sexist dress codes and manners and job hunting in Japan. We started the campaign with some members in 2020. Mm -hmm. So two years yeah. ago. Yeah. And it was inspired by another movement, Kutu movement, oh, K-U-T-O-O movement, by Ms. Yumi Ishikawa. It's also an online petition campaign. I think I remember the Kutu movement, uh, which is kind of linked to the Me Too movement that started a few yeah, years yeah, ago yeah. also. Me Too was to to talk about, you know, sexual harassment and, and, and stuff like that uh, in a lot of countries. Many of our members were helping Kutu movement. And actually, one of our members in Shukatsu Sexism, she's the one who came up with the word Kutu. And is that accurate to say that Kutu is a game, a word game between, so Kutsu shoes and Kutsu pain? Is that what it was yeah, meant yeah, to be? Yeah. yeah. And that was a movement that started to say, you know, enough with the heels, basically, because yeah. there is a strong uh, rule in Japan to wear heels in a company. So this is a very important period for a lot of Japanese people right now and some foreigners as well. It's the job hunting period. When we approached the month of March and April in Tokyo and other cities, you can see a lot of recruit suits. They look very similar. It's a lot of black and white, a lot of neckties for men, skirts and heels for women, black hair for all, no accessories, no beards for men, no heavy makeup for women. So it's very strict rules, and we see them a lot around Tokyo in the trains. The hiring system is very unique. So you're supposed to get jobs right after you graduate from universities or college or whatever institution, right after your graduation. Otherwise, you're regarded as fail or, or made, to, made to think you're fail otherwise. And the, the hiring process is held at the same time. So you can easily witness fuck of students dressed in all black suits and men and women divided strictly. And it's very, very stressful because the educational institutions and those shukatsu industries urge you to apply as much workplaces, mainly companies, as possible. And some workplaces, you have to use this shukatsu website. You need to have an account to apply for it. And those kind of shukatsu website, on your, on your page, it says like your friends or like other job seekers in your grade apply to more than like 20, 30 companies and they're way ahead of you. You need to apply for more. Because of those pressures, lots of people commit suicide because of this shukatsu pressure. Mm -hmm. During that period. Because I, I, I think I've heard that before also. It's the whole, and I talked about it in the previous episode, it's the whole, again, kind of loan-in situation. The yeah. whole, if you don't follow the path that everybody's following, and if for some reason you don't get hired at the right time, mm. um, you're a failure for the society. It, you're yeah. seen as a failure. You're not a failure. But 
this is the image they give you is that you have to get hired at that time. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's Strong what I pressure. suffered from. Yeah, yeah, you, you personally experienced that, yeah. huh? The whole shukatsu appearance, you have to dress to a certain way to please those companies that you applied to. Do you, did you still went with it fully? Yes, mm-hmm. a, a little bit, a little bit. I, I did that. Mm-hmm. But in halfway, I, I, I just gave up. I, I had to give up. Uh, I had depression yeah. during, during the process. So I, bet, I, I, I couldn't go on anymore. Mm-hmm. This stressful shukatsu hiring season brings the problem of gender. Because yeah. there is not one uniform for all new employees. And it has to be one uniform for men, mm-hmm. for male, and one uniform for female. Mm. So to give an image to people listening to us, male is going to be a suit. And like I said at the beginning, no beards, uh, short hair, black hair, necktie. And I would say woman, it would be also a suit, but with a skirt, heels, also black hair. Uh, no piercing, no no whatever, mm. and maybe no like bright nails or stuff mm-hmm. like that. So this is the image I have. I found there's no place for me. There's no place for people like me. And But still, if you want to get hired, we were made to think we need to follow the rules. So I was assigned female at birth and passed as female in society, regardless of what... <laughs> I think and so. I, I felt I need to fit in this female stereotype, but but I I couldn't wear skirt because it it shows your body line. Yeah, I, I I can't do that. There's this thing with with the Japanese society and other countries as well, where yeah, there's a rule to follow: be female or be male. Or be, uh, you know, separated from the society and the group. And when you say, you know, I felt like I didn't, be- I didn't belong. It, it wasn't me. It's not you. It's the the problem is that you know it's the society that makes you think you have to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is what you know non-binary people are fighting mm-hmm. back against right now. Okay, so I think we uh, we got the idea of what shukatsu is, uh, that very stressful hiring uh, process and period where you absolutely have to get selected to some companies and to do so, mm-hmm. you have to dress a certain way and you have to fit into a gender um, box, mm-hmm. which is a problem for many people. Yeah. So you were mentioning that there are websites for shukatsu for hiring the shukatsu websites are mainly agents, HR agents. And the companies pay for pay money and then they, they can they can appear on their website. And then they of course students don't need to pay. That's their business model and that makes students not able to apply for those companies without using those websites. So it's not a genuine like HR, but it's part partly it's advertising. It's partly right. yeah. And at the same time they they have the pages of dress codes and manners at Shukatsu. Mm-hmm. And on those pages there's lots of sexism. 
Yeah, so yeah. You, you brought a few uh, pictures today with you so that we could look at yeah, it together. Yeah, flyers and pamphlets for, from major suit companies mm -hmm. in Japan. And yeah, they're gendered. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for it as we speak. And it's basically... I think we're not going to mention the names, but I think uh, people living in Japan know very know very well what suit company we're talking about. And I currently have in front of my eyes literally a blue pamphlet for men <laughs> and a pink pamphlet for women. Mm. On the woman's side, it says, yeah, wear uh, heels, have a bag. Uh, I see belt, I see skirts. They are saying you can also wear pants. Thank you very much. But it's, it looks very gendered. It's very uh, it's very bright and pink and womanly. You actually brought so many that it's actually kind of distressing. It's like so many examples of how you should dress to get hired if you're a male or if you're mm. a female. So, right. You, you don't see any other options, right? <laughs> There's two boxes. It's pink or blue. Uh, that's basically what it comes down to. It is distressing for people who actually identify as non-binary. It's also distressing for people who identify uh, and expresses themselves in the opposite gender. Mm. And it's at the bottom line, it can also be distressing for people who still identify with their own uh, gender that they were born with, but don't want to dress like that. And some, some of the flyers clearly say bare face are not acceptable. So bare face for women here, for female. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So... You have to wear makeup. Yeah. But not too much. So like no red, because in my case, in my personal case, if I'm told wear makeup, I'm going to go full on, you know, uh, bright red lips and all the colors and all the sparkles I can find. But that's too much. You kind of have to tone it down and to have like an appropriate, barely seen makeup, but you still need to have makeup on. That's right, 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 mm -hmm. right. Well, that, that's what they're told in the Shukatsu manners. Yeah. And they often use the word seiso, difficult to translate. Yeah, I don't see. Seiso is mainly useful women to express the attitude of women. Not too much makeup, like modest, how do you say, modest mm -hmm. and conservative. But still properly woman. Yeah, not too grown up and not too childish. Yeah. But clean and beautiful. And like proper. Yeah, and yeah. proper. That reminds me of the, um, the thing we say in Japan, which is the Yamato Nadeshiko. Yeah, yeah, like that image. Yeah, which is like the proper Japanese lady mm. uh, who's not too bright, but also who's properly feminine. Uh, yeah, not like that. too active. What, what I actually saw was in one book, they say, like, if you're a woman and not, if you're not wearing makeup, the interviewers will think you don't have any motivation to work. Mm -hmm. That's one example. And another shukatsu website, they, they often have this like, like checklist. And it, 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 of course, includes sexist manners and dress codes. And they clearly say, if you don't pass this checklist, you won't get hired. Yeah, and again, you need to get hired if you don't want to be seen as a failure in the society. Mm -hmm. So it's right. a big pressure. Right. And on top of everything, is would you say that maybe those suits are, is that a certain amount of money? Yeah, I, I think so, because it's it's a very good opportunity for them 
they can just make the same type of black suit for people. Yeah, and another thing I'm curious about is that in many universities and colleges, they, this major suit companies put their pamphlets. There's this group of chain university stores that's called Seikyo. They put stores in lots of universities and colleges, and I, I, I call them and ask them to put some, some pamphlets of flat shoes for students.、Mm-hmm. And they answered, like, no, because the suit companies pay money for them to put their pamphlet there. The, the stores can't accept other pamphlets, even if they, they pay some money, because they have. How do you say not, not the promise, but con- an、uh, agreement.、Huh? Agreement, yeah. yeah. So, like, you can't ask them to promote for any other kind of、uh, attire, or because it enters in direct competition with those companies, and that's not good for them. They want、mm. to sell their stuff, they want to yeah, sell, yeah. sell their shoes and their、mm. uniforms. Because it is important to notice that those new hiring、uh, interview uniforms, mass produced, It's one size fit all. Like maybe there's two or three different sizes, like maybe bigger or smaller,、mm. but it's not tailored.、Yeah. Like we, you know, in Western、mm. countries, we have that image that suits have to be, like, especially if you go into the British,、um, the, the, the British culture, suits have to be of a good quality and it okay, expresses okay. importance、mm. and power、mm. and it's tailored to your body、mm. and it's tailored how you want it to fit your body.、Mm. But those hiring suits, the image I have of it is that it's all mass produced, all one size fit all, barely changing. And it does not fit all bodies. And also, like in your case, like you mentioned, sometimes you don't want suits to feel you, to, like, to fit you in a certain way. Mm-hmm, you know, you mm-hmm, want it、mm-hmm. to fit you differently. And for that,、right. you have to pay extra money because you have to have it fitted、mm-hmm. for you.、Mm-hmm. And even despite all of that, then you do that and you're being refused at the interview because you're not dressing in the gender that you should、mm-hmm. be dressed as. So you've seen a few, a few comments on that saying you have to wear pantyhose. I'm guessing probably when it's a skirt, when you wear a skirt, then they're asking you to not have your bare legs、mm-hmm. and you should wear pantyhose for that. Yeah, even and, with、mm-hmm. pants. Even with pants, you have to.、Wear. Yeah, those. I, I saw some Shukatsu website、mm-hmm. say, like, you, you should wear pantyhose even if you're wearing pants with suits. Because otherwise, the interviewers will find out you're not wearing pantyhose. That's so creepy. It is. It's, so it's basically don't let them see your bare skin.、Um, yeah, they, they should be able to wear. Like socks or whatever appropriate. And I think you're mentioning,、uh, I see on your comment that you're mentioning that not only that, but also the pantyhose has to match your skin color.、Mm. Right.、Uh, that's good if you, know, you can find your skin color, your skin tone. I'm、mm. thinking about all those racial minorities,、mm. and there are a lot in Japan. Mm, mm, mm. We have a lot of people from Sri Lanka or from a lot of different Asian countries. Uh, they're minorities, and I'm not sure they can find pantyhose that matches their skins. I feel like there's a lot of pressure、uh, with those suits to be worn and that appearance to have to look female and male 
and properly dressed for a hiring season. Mm. Where would you say that this pressure is coming from? Would it be from uh, teachers, for example, at the university? Would it be from parents or from friends? Or... I need, needless to say that they, they come from major suit companies and also shukatsu websites and also, also shukatsu guidebooks. You can easily find them at bookstores. Also from lots of universities and colleges have job hunting classes. Like, like it's, it's not like, like it's, it's seminar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, one time seminar. Mm-hmm. And also makeup classes. Oh my God. <laughs> like how to make up yourself for a hiring yeah. interview? My gosh. Yeah. I don't know how, how much of them are mon- mandatory or not, but. I've seen lots of flyers from those universities and colleges saying that, like, female students should attend this makeup class. Well, the the thing is, be it mandatory or not, first of all, if it's mandatory, it's quite dangerous and it's really not good. Mm -hmm. But even if it's not, if the peer pressure, if what they're being told is if you don't attend it, you have chances that you're not going to pass the hiring process. Right, right, right. It's too much pressure and they're going to feel like they have to go. Mm-hmm. And then after that, how about the money? You know, okay, so mm-hmm. you're being told you have to make up that way, you have to put makeup that way. Yeah, and then you're going to have to go buy the makeup mm-hmm. and the accessories and everything. So it's another financial pressure, you know, especially on women on that one. Would you say there's a pressure from society as well? Parents, families? The families and parents... Of course, they they want their children to get hired. At the same time, they're very scared if their children can fit in the social norm, they'll fail the shukatsu. So the parents also want want to come and buy black suit. I once heard from the store clerk that the mom came with a student and she wanted to buy black suit because she didn't want her daughter to stand out. Once the shukatsu season starts, the the campus of the universities and colleges are filled with those shukatsu fashion students. And I still remember that, like, I was so scared. There, there are lots of, lots of my friends have various genders. But once the shukatsu season started, they're, they, they were clearly divided into men and women, and I felt I was going to left alone, and I will be alone for all my rest of my life, and I was so scared, and at the end, when my my friend brought up the topic of shukatsu itself, I, I remember I panicked. Like panic attack straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my, my body became very hot. I, I couldn't think anything anymore. And I felt like going home immediately. Which, you know, what you're describing is something very similar that I heard from testimonies from non-binary people when they're being forced, you know, mm. uh, into a gender expression that does not fit them. Quite a few people have experienced that, but it's it's probably a bit difficult to put words on it when mm. you're in a society that doesn't talk about it. And that's just... This is how things are. You have to express male or female for shukatsu. The fact that many suit companies sell their suit, like saying beautiful, curvy line for female suit. And it felt so, like, depressed. It's so creepy. 
what you want to ask them is what's the relationship between having a feminine body with curves who's sexy basically and hiring mm -hmm. like i'm not trying to get hired as a model i'm trying to right, get right. hired as a professional that's mm -hmm. going to work in mm -hmm. this field or that field and that has nothing to do with how my body mm -hmm. is looking so why do you why do you feel the need of of showing the importance of looking feminine and curvy something i wanted to i'm jumping on the occasion to ask you i've heard of a very few not enough companies very few companies trying to tell the new hired the shinyu shine on the first days they always go through uh, you know trainings and ceremonies and mm. stuff and they always come as we've been talking from the beginning with those black suits and i've heard of very few companies saying don't do that come with whatever you want to wear Uh, mm -hmm. and it'll be fine and i've heard that still even if they say that a lot of young people still come with the shukatsu you know proper attire How, what do you feel about that what do you think about those young people why don't they do it why don't they try because they i think they they don't trust companies and executives enough and i don't think that's that's their fault that's companies fault and executives fault in society's fault. Now that you're saying it, I can actually totally see how from a higher position of Yorichi, there is a message of come dressed as you want. And then on the field, on the day, they're going to be told by people in front of them, why did you come with mm -hmm. a blue shirt, even mm. though you should be, it should be white. So maybe the general message is come as you'd like, but then on the day, it's not going to be okay in the end. And they're scared of that. The student was a trans student, mm -hmm. and she visited career center of her school, like dressed according to her gender identity, and the career center rejected her. Like rejected from even just giving advices. Right. Right. Okay. So did not even wanted to talk with her to advise her how to get hired. Yeah. Yeah. According to the episode, just got, yeah. she just got kicked out. Right. 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 Because they felt like she was expressing herself in a wrong gender. Right. Right. Great. Yeah. And the career center told her that we, we, we can't start anything about hiring and job hunting if you're dressed like that more and more kids and people are finally finding the words to express gender expression and gender identity and the more they find their voices the more we're going to have to find a place for them in the society mm -hmm. so we have to talk about that yeah. and this is why your movement is so important thank you so i actually got a few interesting questions from instagram The first one was, do you feel that the companies that you talk to or maybe associations or governmental offices or anything, do you feel like they have an interest to make things move? They want to fight with you. They want to make things, you know, easier for Shukatsu. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some companies do. Although there is a few, but some companies are eager to improve. Some of them totally agree with what's happening in this like feminism and LGBTQ movement happening in society. And they're actually helping 
and so you see actions actions and yeah. policies but other many other companies they're just saying sdgs and lgbtq diversity and just saying that and just that so there's like empty words yeah. and then there are companies that have actually actions mm-hmm. Another question I had was, are you inspired by any other country where you feel like things are moving up? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. And here, uh, I'll talk about two examples. Mm-hmm. One is that uh, when I was studying abroad in New York, my friend, who who was a local there, mm-hmm. like I, I told her about this strange shukatsu dress codes in Japan, and she was surprised. And she told me that... Like, here, you, you can dress however you like as far as it's appropriate for business scenes. And yeah, it, it makes sense and, and it should be like that. For a second point, I got interviewed by many journalists. And once there was this journalist and he naturally asked me at the beginning of the interview my pronoun. Mm-hmm. It was so natural. But some Japanese media still introduce me as like in her 30s female like that it, it has to be followed by the gender somehow yeah. they cannot stop at your name it has to be <laughs> right oh right my gosh. that's not okay last question and then we can wrap it up i had a very gentle question from one of our uh, followers which said are you okay is that a lot of pressure to manage that group that you're doing right now, Shukatsu Sexism. Yeah, regarding the campaign, I'm kind of an optimist. There's lots of improvements, although there, there's one like step by step. Some companies are actually improving and their Shukatsu manners are improving bit by bit. And some companies abolish the tag of female male at the dress code page. That's good. And also other another company abolished the manner of women should put on makeup that they right. abolished. They stopped. So it's not yeah. that hard. That was Femin Tokyo Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find all the information on our Instagram page. <laughs>